0: Stay Doomed is part of the IWEP Podcast Network.
1: Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Laura Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we will analyze the history, the hype, And the aftermath of shows that ran only one season Or only one episode With me as always Is TV's Noah Houlihan
0: Are those sharks like my cats?
1: (laughs) Uh, We are doing Shark Rumble
0: Yes, we decided since we did uh, One Way Out From Discovery Plus Yes And then we did four WWE pilots after that Let's smash them together And do Shark Rumble
1: Which is a WWE Discovery dual effort.
0: Yes. And was nothing like what I thought the show was. Yeah. Yeah, so let's pour one out.
1: All right, uh, what have you got there?
0: I have a scotch and water.
1: A scotch and water?
0: It's just scotch and water. A scot in water.
1: Oh, like Drew McIntyre. Yes.
0: I kept it real simple. You did not.
1: So, I hadn't gone all out for a cocktail, and I was like, ah, oh, Shark Rumble. That's the thing. I'm going to go all out for a cocktail. This show is totally worthy of me going all out going for a cocktail. all out. Cocktail. <laughs> so, what I have here is Blue Curacao. Yes. Because I wanted it to look aquatic. Yes. Uh, some banana rum to get that, mm-hmm. like, tropical, beachy feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, watermelon seltzer as kind of the mixer and most of the body of the drink. Just gotcha. uh, Not hard seltzer, just plain seltzer. Gotcha. And then I wanted to get some Scandinavian swimmers, yeah. which are the Swedish fish that they sell at Trader Joe's that usually have gummy sharks. Our Trader Joe's does not sell Scandinavian swimmers in the summer, apparently. Yeah. And they had a bag of, quote, just the lobsters.
0: Yeah, just lobsters.
1: So I bought just the lobsters, and I have a garnish of two lobsters and three Swedish fish.
0: Yes, no sharks.
1: Uh. It, it's a beach theme. It's uh these are things sharks eat. Do they eat lobsters?
0: Oh, you're the shark in the scenario. I am the shark. Ah, that's we
1: um uh Is racon shark?
0: No, that's you're thinking of raccoon.
1: No, no. Racon is totally shark. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing it poorly because my French is atrocious.
0: How is it?
1: Well, I just ate a lobster, that's great.
0: It's a good lobster. So let's talk about Ooh. shark ra-
1: it's really good it's very refreshing that could get you in trouble on the beach
0: oh yes that's very like i'm at the beach cocktail-y
1: yeah that's very refreshing if only it was like a warmer sunnier day it's, it's, a- it's almost like a gimli a yeah, it's, it's weirdly chilly and overcast today yeah. so it's not feeling very beachy
0: no no it is not
1: so we open should we talk about what we thought the show was? Sure, this was in Shark Week 2021, so this was last yes. year. I thought Shark Rumble was
0: about get this, sharks having a rumble. I thought this was going to be about which shark would win in a fight. So, before the show started, I like I was about to hit play, I turned to Lara and went, Pick your shark. Yeah, and I was like, "We'll we'll make a prediction on what we think the best shark is, and we'll see who wins." Spoiler: That is not what this show is at
1: all. I thought it was going to be like about a person fighting a shark. Like I thought it was going to be like Drew, Drew McIntyre, McIntyre versus a shark. a shark. Kinda. Well. Yes, yes, that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be Drew McIntyre set, fighting a shark.
0: Set phasers to disappointed. Here we go. We open on Drew McIntyre and what is that animal? Sea lion. A sea lion because sea lions have legs.
1: We open on Drew McIntyre and two
0: two sea lions. adorable sea lions.
1: And he talks to them and they're very well trained because he uh, he asks if he's if he should be champion and they nod. Yeah. And then he mentions Bobby Lashley who was fe- he was feuding with at the time and they stick their little tongues out. Yeah, they
0: give a raspberry. What do we think of Bobby Lashley? there
1: there exactly we don't like bobby lashes and he's like what do you think about sharks and they shake their head and he mm. goes should we go swimming with sharks and they go "Woo!" <laughs> uh, and it's very very cute and then he gets interrupted and, and then
0: Luke Tipple <laughs> famous host of Opposite Worlds walks into frame Drew what are you doing mate it's hey, shark week right here to see sharks in- And Laura screams at the top of her lungs. This was the reason we were doing this. Was like, oh, Luke Tipple's in this. We should probably do it. Okay. Laura yells and just goes, I forgot.
1: (laughs) Well, there's also the part where they don't credit him as like, you know, television host Luke Tipple. They... Uh, credit him as marine biologist Luke Tipple. Marine biologist. Wait, why is Luke Tipple a marine biologist? I don't think that's true. Where is his degree from? Oh, I did look up where his degree was from. Because I was uh, James Cook University, uh, which is the number one marine biology program in the world. <laughs> Apologies to Luke Tipple. So it turns out
0: he's a really good marine biologist, which makes sense because he's a really terrible reality show host.
1: Oh, snap! It does bear the question, though. How? Oh. Where the hell did they find him for Opposite Worlds? Right? Because admittedly, he's not bad in this show at all. Yeah, because he's in his wheelhouse. Yeah, he's doing a thing he's good at. The present. Like, he's, he's fine in this. Like, I know he was, I think, last in our reality show tier list, Please subscribe to our Patreon if you're interested in that. He was not. Who was last?
0: You'd have to subscribe to the Plus Two Comedy Patreon to look and see who was last.
1: Your only spoiler is it was not Matt Pat. I it tried. It was not Matt Pat. <laughs> so Luke Temple is actually good in this. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, so Drew is going to go meet sharks, who he was afraid of, and a sea lion blows a kiss for luck. This is the last we see of the sea lions, which is a shame. Because they are great.
0: Yes. I was like, ah, this is fun. (laughs) But now they're gone. And we discover that Drew has a terrible fear of sharks.
1: Yeah, like a long-standing fear of sharks from childhood.
0: He's never swam in the ocean. Because that's where sharks live. So he's just afraid. And the whole premise is basically not sharks fighting, it turns out. He wants to kind of... He finds sharks fascinating, even though he's afraid of them. And he feels like if he learns more about them, because they're constantly in media being shown as the bad guy. Yeah. That if he learns about them, maybe he'll respect
1: them. Now, uh, we grew up closer to the beach than, uh, closer to beaches with actual sharks than Drew McIntyre did. Yeah. Because uh, there's not a lot of sharks in the Arctic Circle. It's no. not called the Shark Dick Circle. I'll, I'll put applause in. I'm so proud of myself. Um, but were you ever afraid of sharks? I
0: had convinced myself that sharks didn't live in the ocean. <laughs> uh, like, not they didn't live in the shore. Like, they, they, they were, like, in the bay and stuff.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. They're not in the part I'm in. They're in the part next to the part I'm in.
0: Yes. There was a clear
1: line. And, and they stayed on their side of the line.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like Well, I also remember when I was very young, I didn't quite understand how the ocean worked. Okay. Because I remember going up to a lifeguard and going, excuse me, there are jellyfish in the ocean.
1: And the lifeguard was like, yes? And,
0: and the, yeah, the, the, the lifeguard was like, all right, don't touch them. And I was like, no, do something about it. You're a lifeguard. I didn't have a great concept of the ocean being its own entity. That man did not control.
1: That's so funny because like, I also grew up uh, closer to the ocean to the point where uh, my grandparents lived uh, in a beach town Mm -hmm. year round, actually. Well, they were snowbirds. They lived in a beach town except for the winter months when they went to Florida. So I grew up going to the beach a lot and I was afraid of riptides, but not sharks. I even for some reason was like, if there's a shark, he's going to be cool about it.
0: Yeah, to befriend them.
1: In my little kid brain, that was what was going to happen. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just going to have a friend shark. Yeah. And so I never really had that fear of sharks. I just think it's interesting with my, like, laundry list of irrational fears. Shark was never on it. No,
0: shark was never one of it.
1: In fact, I was always kind of fond of them. Yeah. Uh, We are the proud owners of a blahage.
0: Yes, we do have a lovely blahage.
1: Which is the Ikea shark. Mm Mm-hmm. But I've always had like little shark accoutrement on the back of my cellular phone, shark, shark. Back of my laptop, shark, shark. Drinking a pumpkin spice latte.
0: Yes, we
1: we like shark. We're a
0: shark household.
1: Yeah, I I just always kind of fond of sharks.
0: Yeah, I always thought sharks were cool. I mean, we as strange as it is, we grew up <gasps> with street sharks. We did. And that might be a reason why we liked sharks.
1: Uh, a friend of mine. They're
0: slightly less cool than turtles.
1: Yeah, like, I just, but it, it's not something I was afraid of. And Drew McIntyre's around our age. Yes. So I, I'm surprised. I just, I think it's super interesting that he grew up afraid of sharks. Uh, and it's just not a thing that it ever occurred to me to be afraid of. He, and they were something I was infinitely more likely to run into than he was. Well, he
0: mentioned that he saw something at a young age, which was probably Jaws. yeah. Uh, or maybe like Deep Blue Sea
1: maybe. was big
0: when he was growing up, the Samuel L. Jackson movie about super intelligent sharks. <laughs> it was great. Uh so there was a lot of like there was a time where there were a lot of like sharks or evil movies.
1: Yeah. I uh, I watched Jaws in a pool, like for a dive in movie. Great way to see Jaws. That's
0: that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> uh and somebody like a girl freaked out. And I was like, "Ma'am, we're in a pool." Yeah. Like, it's cool. I don't think I don't think Bruce is coming for you. Yeah. So, I I just kind of wanted to have that like little conversation about where we stand on sharks mm-hmm. because Pro. I, uh I know I come off a little dismissive of being afraid of sharks. Yeah. It's also one of those creatures that I feel like is really easy to not run into. Yeah. Like, it's very easy to just not encounter a shark. Yeah. So- but I do admire that he's like going after it. So they go through, they're in a, um, they're in Georgia and they're in an aquarium in Georgia.
0: Yes. They walk through an aquarium and they're the only two individuals not wearing masks. Yes. Did you catch that? Yes. I was like, that's weird.
1: Uh, It's very, this aired in 2021. Yeah. This is very 2021 Mm -hmm. of the on-camera talent is not wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Everyone else is. Yeah. I mean- that's even Broadway up through now, even. Yeah, true. Is the audience is masked and the performers are not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just because it's probably harder to mic them in masks. Yeah, and, exactly. But it, it does tell you when it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there's a lot of things we've watched recently um, that kind of tell on the time period. Yeah. And I think that's super interesting. So, uh, Drew, they go, there's like a walkthrough tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which a lot of aquariums have. I do believe um, a lot of aquariums do have one of these like walkthrough tunnel areas where you can kind of like see the sharks swimming over you. Yes. And he is mystified by the beauty of it.
0: Yes, he does find them very pretty.
1: They're beautiful.
0: Yes. And then they end up at this like large aquarium. And this woman is there to kind of like talk to to Drew and uh, Luke about sharks. And she says something along the lines of,
1: Got a really large tank here. It's 6.3 million gallons. And the average size swimming pool is about 10,000 gallons. So you're looking at about six. What is that math? A lot. A lot (laughs) lot of swimming swimming (laughs) pools.
0: And it's so weird to me that they used that take. Yeah. Like the fact that, one, she didn't have that fact at the ready. Two, that she blows that fact. And yeah. three, that's the take they use. Just to be like, hold, let's try that again.
1: Yeah, so they're gonna go feed the whale sharks.
0: They're gonna feed whale sharks, which are my favorite type of shark.
1: They're and they're big, gentle sharks. They're not aggressive.
0: They're, they're the largest shark in the world, because they're part whale. And they don't they're like, they don't even have teeth, I think, they just kinda gum you.
1: Yeah, like they're eating like krill. Yeah, and gel cubes for vitamins, and they eat. Yes. But they eat a lot of them. And uh, The nice lady says they eat forty pounds a day.
0: Yes, and this is where Drew says. Do they like learn this? Like my cats, when they know like okay, right, it's about time for my food, and they start harassing me. Will they start banging at the glass, going yo, give me my food? <laughs> <sighs>
1: it's
0: like yeah, all right. So this is the only thing Drew knows about animals or cats.
1: I mean, I have been referring to Drew McIntyre nearly exclusively as cat dad for, like, a couple years yeah. now. So, uh the aquarium workers we actually see going out on rafts to put the food in the water and feed the whale sharks. Yes. Luke Tipple and Drew McIntyre will be doing it from land.
0: The safety of land.
1: And Luke Tipple... Is having a day. He's, like, he puts gloves on and he's putting the food in the ladle as instructed. And this is just, like, a callback to his college days. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Luke was having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so much better in this show than Opposite Worlds. Like, it's so yeah. obvious. He's, he's in
0: his comfort zone.
1: Exa- uh, that was the exact phrase I was going to use. Like, he's comfortable. Uh, He's in a more controlled environment. Yeah. He's not live. I think that's huge. Yeah. So... Drew has some trouble, like, chumming the water properly. Like,
0: I can't stress this enough. They are feeding whale sharks with a large stick and a ladle.
1: Yeah, it looks like a pool skimmer with a yeah. bucket.
0: Like, it's, it's not the most amazing thing, but they are playing the most intense music. As if at any moment, the whale shark may leap out of the water and murder Drew McIntyre. Yeah. That it will not happen. It's just a big dog being like, "Ooh, it's feeding time." <laughs>
1: nom, 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 it nom, looks nom, really nom. similar to when you feed a goldfish. Yeah, <laughs> like he just kind of goes like nom, nom, at the top of the yeah. water, like yeah. how,
0: how, how, how. how
1: precious. Uh, my next note is, and I quote, "Um, num, num." So then we see them like going through the aquarium, and Drew McIntyre being fond of the penguins. Yes. And we he kind of talks about his childhood and they talk about WWE because they have to like yes. awkwardly.
0: And anytime they talk about WWE, they show footage of Drew McIntyre beating up Keith Lee specifically.
1: <laughs> yes. But there's a cute like little shot of him sleeping under a stone cold blanket and like Yes, and it is very in cute. In like full like not stone cold blanket. Full stone cold bedding.
0: Yes. Uh and it's just like, yeah, all my life I wanted to be uh WWE superstar and they were like kids from Scotland don't get to be WWE superstars and I was champion so and
1: they kind of set it up like him hyping himself up like I did this I can do anything
0: well first it turns into a WWE commercial
1: yes next note stupid WWE commercial
0: yeah it turns into this WWE commercial where he's just like yeah you know Were for all ages. Anyone can watch this. Everyone can, you know, talk about the WWE. It's how wonderful it is. And you see Luke Tippel have to now talk about wrestling, which is not a thing he knows about. No. Did you get the one question he asks? No. The only question he actually asks about wrestling is. So do you have guys that you actually want to go in and, and actually? Completely annihilate, yes. Do you have any guys that you actually want to annihilate? (laughs) So his question, the context of that question in his mind that he's actually asking is, I know wrestling is fake. Is there anyone you actually want to beat up? Aw, buddy. And Drew immediately fixes it and he's like, well, I want to annihilate anyone. That's what it takes to be a champion, you know? But I was like, (laughs) Luke, (laughs) you had one
1: job. (laughs)
0: Aw. And instead, you went with, so that fake thing you do—is it ever real? Sometimes.
1: Oh, buddy.
0: You—he had to Luke tipple it up. He had to.
1: Oh my God. So. Uh, so then, they're going to dive. They're going to be in a cage. They're going to be in a shark cage. They're not just like.
0: I I, I want to jump in for a second here, because. Luke Tickle shows him, like, the shark tank that he's going to get in. Yeah. And Drew asks, are we going to be in a cage? And Luke says, what do you want? And Drew says, let's do a cage first. Okay. Then maybe we'll get in there with the sharks.
1: So kind of implying that... Kind
0: of promising me as a viewer... That we are going to see Drew McIntyre get up close and personal with some sharks. That's a good point. Notice my tone, listener.
1: So, uh, Drew is visibly freaking out. Yes. And there's a great moment where Luke Tipple is unhelpful and he goes, Ah, you're a big guy. Guess you're a big meal. (laughs) And you're like, Drew. You're like, Luke, Luke, what are you doing? what are you doing? Luke also hands Drew McIntyre
0: a child's uh, swimsuit. A wet suit, wetsuit, yeah. And Drew's. And it says, it'll stretch. And Drew believes him. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, all right, I guess. And Luke's just like, well, my joke didn't land. And he grabs the correct size swimsuit and goes, well, just in case.
1: So. I, I mean, Luke tipples in his comfort zone and. Uh, Drew McIntyre is very much not. Yes. So, then we get Drew talking to his wife on Facetime, and he begs her for a pep talk, and it's it sounds really scripted. Like this conversation feels very, very yeah, pl- like staged and scripted. Yeah, it doesn't sound natural. Yeah, you you know, you've already proved
0: yourself as a great warrior when you became WWE champion. And I yeah. believe that you'll be safe when you get in there with sharks. And I'm proud of you for overcoming your fears. What a natural thing to say.
1: Like, I was trying to picture if you were cat dad and you were asking me for a pep talk.
0: would you? Would you just list
1: all of my accomplishments? I'd be like, you're in a cage. It's not going to eat you. Yeah. Don't worry, they're fed regularly. You wanted to do this. They're fed regularly. They're not going to come get you.
0: Is Luke Tipple with you? Ugh.
1: If if anything happens, just feed Luke Tipple to the show. Yeah. Like, this is why I could not be... I, I would not do well in the role of supportive wife on Discovery Channel show. <laughs> um, the mobile cage is cool.
0: Yeah, so... They, they get into this, like, clear box. Yes. And they're going to slowly submerge it into the water. Which, to me, looks like a Fear Factor sketch. Okay. Like, it's like, yeah, so we're going to slow, slowly dip you in and you're going to have to feel the water coming up your body in a box you cannot escape. And I was like, ugh, ugh. So they fill it up. About three quarters, and they're like, "Why don't you guys take a knee?"
1: Yeah, because it's uh, it's to help them uh, not be like shocked by the pressure and the gravity. Yeah. So there is a reason to do it. When she's like, "Do it when you're comfortable." Luke Tipple immediately is like, "Okay," and does it immediately. Drew yeah. takes a minute. Well, Drew,
0: as a company boy, goes. I do a countdown before I do my finishing move. I guess I'll count down. Three, two. And then he slowly submerges himself underwater.
1: Yes. Uh, So we meet Summer, who is the dive master. Mm -hmm. And so she's kind of guiding them through. And so we see uh, a female hammerhead shark. Hammerheads are cool.
0: Yeah, hammerheads are really cool.
1: And there's eight tiger sharks, all male, and she calls them the doctors of the sea. Yes. Because they eat the old and the sick. Because sharks don't want to fight for food. Yeah. So... Like they're not gonna eat you because you're gonna fight back.
0: Yeah. By doctors, she meant Kevorkian
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Well, she actually points out that, like, by eating the sick fish, there's less spread of disease. Yeah. So there's actually like a circle of life. Yeah. Super interesting.
0: I just I imagine a shark with a clipboard. Like, you gotta go see Dr. Shark. He's like, you're not feeling great? I know exactly what you need. <gasps> <laughs>
1: Then it's pretty much over. Yes! They stand to reacquaint with gravity. And at this point, I realize what Summer reminds me of. She sounds like the hostess on an Epcot attraction. Yeah. Like, she sounds like Living with the Land or uh, the Kilimanjaro Safaris, which are Animal Kingdom. But, like, one of those guided...
0: Yeah. Look at the giraffe, but everybody stay in your seats.
1: Yes. Yes. Drew lived, and then the show is over.
0: I can't stress this enough. They... The the box they're in, like, never is fully underwater. Like, it's not like it's a submarine. Like, they're still very close to the surface of this thing. The sharks never actually get that close to said box. Yeah. They kind of promise... That he's going to go swim with sharks in the earlier segment. But then he doesn't. He's just like, well, I've conquered my fear.
1: I have gotten more up close with sharks. At like the Camden Aquarium used to have like a pool where you could like pet small sharks.
0: He was closer to the sharks during the scene where he was talking to Luke Tipple. Because the sharks were swimming closer to the glass. Yes. The only difference was he was further away and wet. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the, the experience he had was, do you like sharks? Would you like to look at them while wet? <laughs> I would. All right. We could make a whole TV show out of this.
1: It's pretty weak.
0: And then it's over. Uh, you got any research? No. All right. It's verdict time what do you say, Laura?
1: Stay doomed? I would give this a stay doomed as well. There were no rumbles. There there, there were no barely sharks. And I love Drew McIntyre. Like I like him a lot. Uh but this was a stay doomed.
0: Yeah, like they did a thing where they had Michael Phelps try to outswim a shark. Yeah. So it's like, oh okay, so we're gonna talk about sharks and their speed. It <laughs> makes sense to have a swimmer. Yeah. You called it Shark Rumble, you got a WWE superstar, and it wasn't about sharks fighting. No, nope. It was about Drew kind of being afraid of sharks, yep. and then kind of being not afraid of sharks. Yep. Uh, well, what a waste of time. Yep. It's a stay doomed for me.
1: It is a stay doomed. So... So how how long have we been
0: recording? We're, we're under a half hour.
1: Okay. Um, should we deploy the emergency?
0: What would you want to watch something
1: else? Um. So I I have another Shark Week related show. Alright, let's 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 pause this and go
0: watch a thing.
1: Alright. Alright, we're back and we're doing a second show. Hi. We're Laura Prince and Hulahan and welcome to Jackass. So, we decided to
0: watch uh, the Jackass Shark Week special. Yes. So that this episode wasn't under half an hour.
1: Yeah, it's literally just called Jackass Shark Week.
0: So, we were like, "Ah, let's just see what else is on Discovery Plus, and this is what we have. So, let's talk about Jackass Shark Week. Surprise!
1: So... Uh, this is interesting because it's not the full cast. Uh, the only cast members who appear in this are Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Who is mostly not even in the same state. No. He's in LA for most of it. Steve-O, Jasper, Poopies, and Pontius are in the Bahamas. It is
0: Pontius, right?
1: Pontius. <laughs> not like Pontius Pilate my yeah, thing.
0: it's Chris Pontius.
1: Uh, Pontius. Uh, Party Boy. Party
0: Boy is there, yes.
1: Uh, so Steve-O and Pontius are... Representing the veterans. Jasper and Poopies are representing the new class. Yeah. Now, this is well before Jackass Forever, because this is the summer before Jackass Forever came out this February. Yeah. Uh, This aired over last summer. Yes. So, this is your first uh, impression of Jasper and Poopies, essentially. Uh,
0: This is clearly to promote
1: the movie. Yes. But
0: it's also clear that they don't know what the name of the movie is yet.
1: Yes, I do believe Jackass Forever was pushed back multiple times.
0: But, like, there's many times where they're talking and they're like, come see our movie. Yeah. And that's all they say. There's no date, there's no title, it's just there will be another Jackass movie.
1: Because Jackass Forever was supposed to come out in October. And by that point, in September, it was announced that it had been delayed to February 4th. Right. uh, Which is when it eventually uh, did come out. But owing to the pandemic and delays in shooting, and I think partially because of this.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this slowed some stuff down. So but let's get into it. Uh, the the frame story
1: Where's Luke Tipple now? is my
0: first note. The the frame story of this is Poopies, Jasper, Stevo, and Pontius are teaming up with this scientist whose name I don't remember, because they often just call him the scientist.
1: His name is Craig the Sea Fox.
0: Oh, that's right. He's the Sea Fox.
1: What is his real last name? I don't remember off the top of my head.
0: Foxes. Known for their swimming in the ocean. Fox The Sea Fox.
1: I, I think he's a little bit gray, so I think it's like the silver fox idea.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I get it, but still. Uh, and the idea is Knoxville is charging... These guys with, like, experiments that they need to do.
1: Yeah, and Dr. Craig O'Connell is Craig the Sea Fox. Craig the Seafox. Uh, he's actually been in a number of Shark Week productions. Okay. Uh, this is, I think, probably the most daunting.
0: So they're going to do a variety of, of experiments. But before they can even jump into any of them, they have to address the fact that Poopies believes in mermaids?
1: Well, I like that they do an establishing shot. Top secret location, somewhere where sharks live. <laughs> uh, Knoxville's phoning this in remotely from LA.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, the rest of them are in the Bahamas. They later say they're in the Bahamas. Mm. And so they say, like, Craig the sea fox, hot shark biologist, is trying to talk down poopies who believes in mermaids.
0: <laughs> you really believe in mermaids? And he's a little embarrassed, which means it's not a bit. Yes. He actually believes in mermaids. I heard that you believe in mermaids. Yeah, I do, dude. I watched Little Little Mermaid like my whole childhood. Like legit? I mean, yeah. We all got our thing. They're out there somewhere. Uh, They just don't like the cameras, you know? They're shy. So,
1: uh, Knoxville, the way they set this up is Knoxville sending a video... That's something he found on YouTube. Yes. And then they're, like, reenacting it. Yeah. So it almost feels like Mythbusters. Sort A of. little bit.
0: Yeah. And basically the idea is, can what attracts sharks? And it's, like, anything that's, like, contrasting with the ocean that makes you easier to see. Like something yellow or something shiny. And they put Pontius... In a matador outfit.
1: And it's Pontius, so it's a lot.
0: Yeah, to basically bullfight, because they're bull sharks.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: (laughs) These sharks. And this might be my favorite line in the whole thing, where he's underwater. Well, first off, Pontius says what he's about to do, jumps in the water,
1: and then goes, Oh, forgot my mask. The thing that lets him breathe. Well, there's a little bit more to it. Um, One, I do have a note about the video Knoxville sends them. Right. That the shark who attacks their boat is, he's cute, sorry. Uh, And bull sharks are colorblind, but they can see the contrast. Yeah. So even though it's a very colorful outfit, it's black and yellow. So bull sharks can see that contrast and that'll do it.
0: Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow.
1: And uh, Craig the Sea Fox says this is a disaster, and you can tell he's suddenly regretting his uh, agreement, agreeing to be on this. Yes. So then he falls in, and they have to reshoot it because he forgets his scuba mask. So dumb. And the sharks are not interested initially. So then he's like, "I'll do a little flailing," and then you hear Craig the Sea Fox deeply concerned. That is not a good idea. Yes. And Pontius is just trying to get one of these sharks to charge him
0: Yeah, he just wants to get bumped by one of these sharks And basically, the bull shark will bump you And then come back around and eat you (laughs) Yeah Is the idea He,
1: like, fires a warning shot
0: Yeah Uh, At which point, the sea fox says What could be my favorite line? If you're trying to do something stupid, you're nailing it Uh, If you're trying to do something stupid, you're nailing it (laughs)
1: Well, and there's a nice moment when they finally recover Pontius because he does get bumped by a shark, but they get him out before a shark comes back. Yeah. And they went, huh, Craig was right. Yeah. And Craig the Sea Fox, wondering if he could lose his credentials over this, yells, of course I was right. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get the next one yeah. of, of. Of
0: Knoxville's missions. Yes. Which I want to point this out. First, they say what they learned from the first mission. And then the second mission starts, despite the fact that Knoxville is in the same clothes and everyone else is in the same clothes. Almost like all of this was filmed first. Yeah. So very clearly to me, they filmed all of this mission briefing and post-mission briefing and then shot the sketches.
1: I actually thought it was the other way around.
0: No, because we can prove that at the end.
1: Right. Okay. So. They, it's a viral video of a woman feeding a shark. And the shark grabs her hand and drags her under as well. So they want to get the force of a shark bite. Yes. So they're going after sandbar sharks. And he goes, uh, Craig says, this is a bad idea. And Pontius goes. We're only here for bad ideas. And then you hear Craig the Seafox realizing he should have Googled jackass. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) So Jasper's in the middle of open water Yeah. in a floaty.
0: In an inner tube. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? No. Uh, First off, subscribe to our Patreon because our next bonus episode will be Hey Remember That Commercial. There is a commercial that's exactly this. Yeah. Where it is a Scooby, uh, sc- or not Scooby, diver. it's somebody in a an inner tube in the ocean, and a shark looks up, and because it's a circular thing that's black with a little bit of white, thinks it's a little Debbie's uh, snack.
1: Oh my God.
0: And shoots up the inner tube, throws the guy off, and then the shark looks at the camera and goes,
1: Hey, where's the cream filling? oh my god i remember that i was like oh my god they're doing that commercial (laughs) oh that's funny so this one's called the jaws of life and jasper has a piece of like a half a fish attached to a bite like something that'll measure the force of the bite
0: yeah uh honestly one of the best ways to think of it is if you ever go buy vegetables at a supermarket and you put something on that big tray and it pulls it down so you can get the weight. Yeah. It's one of those that's for sharks rather than carrots.
1: Craig points out repeatedly how unsafe this whole stunt yeah. is. He, Like this one, he's the most upset by at the beginning.
0: Yeah, Is this safe? Nothing about this is safe.
1: So the sharks swim by Jasper. And Jasper's getting kind of justifiably freaked out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then one of the sharks tail whips a bunch of water into Jasper. Yeah. It's super effective.
0: It is super effective.
1: And then he yells, it just credit carded me. Yes. And then we get a cutaway of Johnny Knoxville explaining what credit carding means. Yes. Scientifically
0: speaking, getting credit carded is when an object, I don't know, maybe your bro's hand, goes right down the cheeks of your bottom. Right down.
1: Yes, that is exactly what it is. And it's at this point, I notice what the boat is called. Did you ever notice what the boat was called?
0: I do not know what the boat is called.
1: Trick or treat. (laughs) Oh. I thought that was funny. So one of them bites the scale and they do get a reading. Yes. So this experiment is successful.
0: Yeah. And it's the thing about it is, there's no way that science hasn't already answered this question. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So like... They're like, yeah, we got a reading. It's this. I was like, I'm sure that not only is there a better way to do this, but it's already been done many times. So nothing is actually being gained.
1: But we all had a good time. So the next one is the smell test. And they're seeing if sharks can smell people. And Craig's like, they can't.
0: Yeah. They can smell blood, but can they smell people? People?
1: So Steve-O is like on an exercise bike on the boat in a sauna suit. Yeah. Trying to get as sweaty and gross as he can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Poopies is eating chum.
0: Just eating chum so he can then...
1: It'll come out as pores. His
0: pores. But instead it comes out of his mouth as he throws up.
1: Yeah, which I'm like, you're, now you're just chumming the water. Yeah. Uh, why did it have to be chum? Why couldn't he just eat fish?
0: Because it's a stunt. Yeah. And I don't want to see him just eat some sardines.
1: He keeps yakking in the water. He's chumming the water with chum bomb. Yeah. So then Poopies gives up and starts rubbing the fish on himself. Yeah. And Craig also dives in in a full wetsuit. Mm-hmm. It's highly unlikely they smell either of you, Craig the Sea Fox hopes. <laughs> but then Steve O actually gets. Steve O's doing bits where he's like yeah. posing, like, come get me, boys, and like being funny and doing a bit. He actually gets tangled up in the scuba line. Yeah. And he begins to panic. Mm hmm. So nothing happens. They get Steve O out in time and they establish the sharks were not attracted to the smell. And Craig the Sea Fox was like, I knew that, but I was also scared.
0: Yeah, but when Steve started panicking and flailing, yes. that would have attracted them.
1: Uh, experiment four is the, the ride or die. Yes. Uh, and it's poopies on a waveboard with a fake fish behind him, yeah, you cannot outswim a shark, Craig the sea Fox says unhelpfully. They're trying to see if they can move faster than a shark, yeah, and a shark grabs a fish at the end of Poopy's wakeboard, yeah, but like poopies gets away clean, like you can could
0: see all of it. You could see him on the wakeboard. You could see the shark come and bite something and you see poopies get away. It's awesome. <laughs>
1: And you catch Craig on camera, yeah. legitimately exhilarated.
0: Craig, it, it's so awesome that Craig drops his persona as stuffy scientist. Comes up, throws like shaka bros. Yeah. And he's like, yo, that shark was like right behind you, dude. It's like, Whoa, whoa, you're the stuffy scientist. Yes. <laughs> you forgot your role in this. That's how awesome that was.
1: And I actually have that like, it's kind of interesting as a character study of how... Uh, how contagious the jackass guys are, yeah, <laughs> like they infect him,
0: yes, I'm guessing they never uh snuck up behind r c otter sea fox friend and shaved his head or slapped him in the face with a sock or put a clip on the back of his arm.
1: <laughs> they probably were told they had they yeah.
0: couldn't do not rocky the scientist
1: <laughs> um. So then we get to the last experiment, which is called Jump the Shark. Yeah, of course. And Poopies is in a leather jacket playing Fonzie. Yes. And they explain uh, Poopies is Fonzie, the sharks will play the sharks. And Ponies explains Jumping the Shark. Now, if you're listening to Stay Doomed, I feel like you have a passing awareness of what that concept is.
0: Mm-hmm. But explain it, because I have a note. <laughs>
1: uh, it is when a show... Starts to show its age. Uh, it's Jumping the shark comes from Happy Days. It had been on for a long time. And there's a stunt where Fonzie water skis over some sharks.
0: Yeah. It was the season finale. It was a to-be-continued
1: moment. <laughs> and now it's used to kind of show where a TV show goes wrong. A yeah. common example is they talk about with The Office. Mm. The Office jumps the shark when Michael leaves. Yeah. Uh, That's a really common, non-controversial one. Mm -hmm. And there used to be a a, um, website called Jump the Shark. Yes. And you could vote on when a show jumped the shark. Yes. Or if it never did.
0: Yes. It was bought by uh, an uh, entertainment magazine.
1: Oh, TV Guide. And it just goes to tvguide.news now.
0: So the new phrase is bone the fish. If you go to bonethefish.com, you can get the content for Jump the Shark. I haven't been there in a while, but I used to spend a lot of time on Bone the Fish.
1: Yeah, it's totally there. I, why is it called Bone the Fish?
0: Because it, they're, they're playing off of Jump the Shark.
1: I mean, they could have used the other one that was more commonly used. Uh, nuke the Fridge.
0: Nuke the Fridge means something different. Okay. Nuke the Fridge is supposed to be the moment the audience gives up on believing the story. Okay. Is when you nuke the fridge. Jump the shark is when it's like, oh, it's all downhill from here. (laughs) Like, you're never going to top this. Like, you're clearly out of ideas.
1: It does look like Bone the Fish is somewhat defunct. Oh, really? Yeah, like a lot of the links are dead and don't go anywhere. Ah, bummer. So...
0: uh. It was a cool thing that existed a while ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's something that a lot of YouTube videos are like, when did this show jump the shark? Did this show ever jump the shark? Uh, Because I know we watched, like, when did Community jump the shark, and the argument was that it never did. Yes. So uh, Pontius explains pretty competently what jumping the shark is. Yes. And so Poopies is going to uh, water ski jump over... Sharks. Yeah. And they chum the water so that there's sharks there. hmm And he's going to jump them. And that's going to be the grand finale of the show. Yeah. He does not nail the jump and everything turns to shit.
0: Yeah. So he goes flying, but he doesn't, like, land it. He, like, kind of goes sideways and hits the water. And you can see the moment he hits the water, there's a shark that's like, what the hell was that? And just beelines to it. Yes. Uh, and then you just hear Poopy's got bit.
1: Well, the next thing you hear is Tourniquet!
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so it's bad. And Pontius is grimly telling the camera, like, Poopy's got bit. Yeah. And it's so interesting, because we've seen we've seen every Jackass film and the point fives, mm-hmm. and a lot of the stunts in the lot. like we had the DVD
0: collection um, of Jackass. Yeah, we
1: haven't seen the whole series because that just went live in Paramount Plus pretty
0: recently. I mean, I probably have seen the whole series. Maybe we haven't seen it together, but or I used in to, years. Yeah, I used to watch it pretty consistently.
1: And even when there's been injuries, we usually don't see this.
0: Yeah. Like usually like there's been a few big injuries in uh Jackass history where Bam breaks his tailbone. The Johnny Knoxville's multiple concussions, uh, and uh, Rab himself ends up in the hospital for once. This is the only jackass stunt where I can really remember gore. Yeah, like blood,
1: and like they're very afraid. Yeah. I hate to say it with when it's Knoxville, especially Knoxville laughs a lot. Like even when he's getting carted off to the mm. hospital. Knoxville's usually like, ha ha ha, this is funny. Yeah. So there's kind of this weird natural levity to the moment of like, well, he's laughing. The audience can laugh.
0: Yeah. You can see it on Poopy's face. Like, oh, something's bad. And they never really show you his hand. No. But there's a moment where he is swimming in the water and... It almost looks like a flare had gone off. Yes. Because it's just red smoke in the water. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's just blood pouring out of his body. So, like, it requires a tourniquet. And you see Steve-O be like, is he missing anything?
1: Yeah. Like, you see someone, someone off camera is explaining to Steve-O that it was one bite in one spot. Yeah. And you see, see Steve-O, like, asking whoever's behind the camera for clarification. hmm And, you know, steve goes like, look, it's either with these stunts, everything's okay, or this happens. Yeah. They motorboat Poopies away. And Poopies does try to do the Knoxville levity. And he goes like, I want a bonus. (laughs) Um, His arteries and tendons were severed in the attack. Yeah. And they said it was really touch and go because they were half an hour away from the hospital. That's so
0: terrifying. And
1: the biggest risk- wasn't actually anything with the bite itself, it was bleeding out, yeah. And he's in uh, he was in physical therapy at least up through April of this year, based on what I'm finding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's still like, he has not fully recovered, uh, he's still like in physical therapy, he's still in pain, yeah. So it's really, really hard,
0: yeah. It's so it's rough.
1: We see. A staged thing the next day with Knoxville, quote, quote, finding out. Uh, There's no way Knoxville finds out on this Zoom call.
0: Well, yeah, but it's also very clear that it's supposed to be set up the same way the previous uh, Zoom calls are. Yeah. But now everyone's in different clothing. Yes. So my guess is that there is footage somewhere of all of them sitting there going, yeah, I just jumped the shark. It was really cool. We learned a lot. Thanks for watching. That's unusable. Yes. <laughs> because when they did the stunt, this happened.
1: Agreed. And there, there's no planet that this is how Knoxville find out.
0: Oh, of course not. So, but because it's very clear what happened is they were like Johnny, we have Poopy's got bit. We have to film a new ending.
1: Yeah. So. We get this, and then they decide they're going to go swimming with sharks the right way. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're going to do it for poopies. For poopies! Yeah. And uh, they dive and everything goes smoothly, but it's really only Steve-O and Pontius who go on the dive. Jasper doesn't go on the water. Jasper's gonna go
0: on the dive now.
1: Probably because Jasper is more shaken than the other two.
0: Yeah. Well, and and the the sea fox goes with them, of course. Yes. Uh, Small thing, just want to point it out. It's not a big deal. Not not crapping on this project, but there's a lot of uh, the three of them underwater talking. Mm-hmm. And you hear like, Steve-O, you're doing a great job. Yeah, dude, I love these sharks. Uh, Steve-O is not wearing a scuba suit that would allow him to speak.
1: I'm not... Pro- th- so
0: this is all ADR.
1: It sounds like ADR. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh... These sharks are just being sharks, man. This feels very much like Discovery Channel needed them to put this in. Mm -hmm. Because there's a talking head for literally everyone, including Poopies, about how the sharks are just doing shark things. And it's essentially Poopies' fault he got bit.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, So uh, at the end, they have one more post-mortem with Knoxville, this time in the same room, Mm -hmm. with Poopies, whose hand is in the cast. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're back in L.A., Uh, But Craig the Seafox is with them. Mm -hmm. And Knoxville says, who learned the most? And Craig the Seafox says, I learned nothing. And I'm like, you learned to read your contract better now, didn't you? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that... So they kind of... And then end with Poopy's doing the same bit of like, it was my fault. It wasn't the shark. Yeah, there is something kind of
0: beautiful to like... Poopy's being like, we were being stupid. Sharks are still amazing creatures. Like, the fact that there's no ill will to the sharks is kind of like the message here. Yeah. And it's kind of a nice little ending to this. Of just like, yeah, being stupid sometimes has a price. And I sh- take full responsibility for what happened.
1: Yeah. He uh, he said it was really scary. Uh Like, Poopies was doing interviews about this shortly after it happened, Mm -hmm. and pretty much every interview mentions that he gets really emotional and begins to cry. Uh, He was desperately afraid that he got bit once, but there were other sharks there, and he went into shock. Yeah? Yeah, like, he thought he was going to die.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, like, there was a lot of blood in the water. (laughs) And, like, yeah, it's
1: uh steve-o posted a picture of his hand oh really yeah uh
0: this is me seeing it for the first time
1: oh boy uh and that if you notice there are stitches there so this is not what it looked like when it happened this is after they cleaned it up and stitched it up
0: yeah it is uh, it
1: looks like he almost lost his thumb uh, yeah just the thumb it, if you look there's stitches around his entire wrist it looks like he barely kept the hand.
0: Yeah. It, like, it looks like the shark bit that meaty part that's like right around your thumb and made it to about his palm.
1: <laughs> and uh, so Discovery Channel... I, I do have some research here. Yeah, by all means. Discovery Channel and the Jackass guys did have a disagreement on whether to uh, show this. Mm-hmm. Because so much of Shark Week is kind of more along the Drew McIntyre vein of like, look, they're beautiful creatures doing shark things. Uh, You know, they're majestic and scary, but if you respect them and don't bother them, uh, you know, they're, they're misunderstood, beautiful creatures. They're not that aggressive. Mm -hmm. And having one of the Jackass guys get attacked by a shark kind of flies in the face of that. So like Discovery was legitimately concerned. This would end shark week really yes
0: like not just that this wouldn't air but like shark week was over
1: uh so they said that they thought it added a little bit of legitimacy to the special yeah to be like we're idiots and we pay for it Mm Hmm. so and and poopies is like at least this is my legacy like i have i have this going for me which is nice and uh steve-o says poopies needs the glory yeah I'm inclined to agree with them. Like they kind of show like we effed around and found out. Yeah. And I think that's a really good bit. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have for here.
0: Yeah. Very good. Uh, I think I don't have anything else to add. So if you want to give this a verdict, should the Jackass crew do Shark Week every year?
1: Ah, uh, when you put it, when you put it this way, no. Yeah, it's
0: a weird one in that, like, I really enjoyed this. I find it very interesting. But it's a lot of evidence on why they shouldn't be doing this.
1: Yes. Uh, it was really entertaining. Um, and had Poopy's not been attacked, I would have easy stay tuned.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Poopy's attack is, like, the focal point of it. Yeah. Um, but, like...
1: But it's uncomfortable to be like, yeah, they should definitely do this again. Yeah,
0: let's let's push the envelope a little more next time. I loved it. This is a we like. I think this is going to be the new. It's a gay. It's it's a stay doomed via the kid nation
1: rule, where you're entertained. I'm entertained,
0: but, you- but man, they shouldn't do this.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, a new rule, guys. A new what a rule. So this is uh, episode one fifty. Two, and we've introduced a new rule, which is really only our second rule.
0: Yes. So yeah, I'm going to give it a stay doomed as well, but I did really enjoy it and say it is worth watching.
1: It it was a lot of fun.
0: So we got some business we got to attend to. Do we? Uh, It's time once again for a vote on what we should be watching next. And uh, we're going to do something a little bit different here. There's a couple things that are are bigger projects that we really wanted to do. Yes. But usually with the poll, the three that don't get picked usually just kind of fade away and never get done. Yeah. So I want to say this. If you don't vote for something, it doesn't mean we will never do it for this poll. It's just these are ones we really want to do and we want to force ourselves to do one of them. So we're throwing them in the poll. So this is a big important decision for you to make. It's going to be on Twitter, and then the top two will move on to Patreon, and our patrons will decide what we end up watching for June. Here we go. Would you like, finally, the proper redo of Cop Rock? Yes. We've said for a while that we were unhappy with the way Cop Rock turned out because we were in a time where we believed everything should be one episode. This will be multiple episodes, and we will redo... Cop Rock. I
1: can't believe Cop Rock was not the one to break that. Uh, yeah, that it ended up early. being Opposite Worlds with Luke Tipple. It ended up being Opposite Worlds. Yeah, the uh, one episode rule. Because we eventually hit a point where we had been recording for two and a half hours and we were like, we cannot do the show. Yeah. We still had like three episodes and we were like, we can't do this in one.
0: Yeah. So would you like to finally get the Cop Rock redo? Or maybe you enjoyed... This uh, Jackass uh, Shark Week surprise. We could do more Jackass. Would you like us to do the Jackass World 24-hour takeover on MTV? Or perhaps you want something a little bit different. Would you like us to do the Bo Burnham MTV show? Zack Stone will be famous. Zack
1: Stone is gonna be famous. I'm
0: sorry. Zack Stone is gonna be famous soon.
1: No, soon. It's not soon. It's just Zack Stone is going to be famous. Zack Stone is going to be famous.
0: Oh. All right. So if you'd like us to do that, you can vote for that. Or would you like us to do Legends of the Hidden Temple?
1: The 2021 reboot.
0: Yes, that was on the CW. Not
1: the original 90s one. That ran way more episodes. I'm
0: going to warn you. If you vote for that one, we might not watch every episode. Because game shows tend to be repetitive. But if you'd like us to cover that one, vote for it. The choice is yours and yours alone. You have two pendants of life going into the temple. Would you like the 2021 Legends of the Hidden Temple? Zack Stone will be famous.
1: Zack Stone is gonna be famous.
0: (laughs) Soon. (laughs) No! Uh, Jackass World Takeover or the Cop Rock Redo. It's a tough choice. Everything that we've just said will not be banished into the wasteland if it, doesn't get, if it doesn't win this. But make your vote count. What do you want for June? Uh, also, just a quick question. I've pulled up the uh, reality show tier list here. Yeah. Do, you, do we need to move Luke Tipple after watching uh, <gasps> Shark Rumble? He is currently at the top of Luke Tipple. Uh, who- we could move him up to please stop.
1: Who's We're the gonna... end of Please Stop?
0: I don't want to say.
1: It's Matt Pat, isn't it? No. No. Oh. It's the hometown boy J.D. Roth. J.D. Roth exploited children? No! No, 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 no. I would put Luke Tipple ahead of J.D. Roth. Absolutely
0: not! I would, at best, move him up to Please Stop and leave him at the end of Please Stop, but we're not putting <laughs> Luke Tipple in front of the Lone
1: down Boy. You are right? No. I honestly think Luke Tipple handled himself better in this show. Yeah,
0: and the one time he had to do something that was not marine biology, he pooped the bed. <laughs> he pooped the bed?
1: <laughs> we can put him at the end of Please Stop.
0: I, okay. I was just giving the option. We don't have to move him.
1: No, I, I think Luke Tipple has Luke earned. Luke Tipple
0: has ascended
1: out of Luke of Tipple, Luke
0: Tipple teal, tier and will join J.D. Roth have we, and the alts in the Please Stopped category.
1: Have we done a reality show that hasn't gotten covered on this?
0: Uh, I know we've actually covered everyone else that we've talked about since this I don't know if we added any pictures. We did not. But I know that if you go back and uh, I think we put... We, we discussed where we would put the host of Kid Nation.
1: Yeah, I think he was down there. He was down there. I think he's in Luke Tipple.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, but that's going to do... it. What are we watching next week?
1: We are doing Cybermania 94. Yes. The ultimate gamer awards. I've wanted to
0: do an award show since we started this. And I couldn't find a good doomed award show that only lasted one year that we could find all of. And we finally have one.
1: And I'm excited because I love the 90s. So this is going to be super fun. Yes. And... Where can people find us? You can email us at thestaydoomedshow at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed.
0: And if you continue to hold a blood rivalry with Luke Tipple for some reason, I'm at Plus Two Comedy.
1: If you just kind of felt like, you know, maybe Luke Tipple deserved a little bit better after this, I'm at Bean Bunny Lives. Until next time, stay doomed.